The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformational Healing with your host, Dr. Bonnie Morrow. There are a variety of techniques for hands-on healing that can help you move closer to your vision of good health. In our program, we discuss both the business and science of dealing with different aspects of the healthy community with specialists in various energy practices. Now, here is Dr. Bonnie Morrow. Hi, welcome to Transformational Healing. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome, world. And today, um, our guest, w- Wally, is there some place you want to send a big hello out to in the world? Oh, Bonnie, I'm just so grateful to have all of your listeners tuned in to this opportunity that you offer every week or however often you have your show on. So thank you to those listeners who are loyal to you and to sharing the healing everywhere. Thank you. Uh-huh. Well, so you've heard the voice of our our guest today. She's a special lady. Her name is Wally Adam Gertz. And she's got a hyphenated name, and that's perfect. So I would like to tell you a little bit about Wally. And what I think of, when I think about Wally, I think about her sense of fun and her sense of humor and the joy and wonder that she has in her life. So, welcome, Miss Wally. Thank you so much, Bonnie. That made me smile, and I'm sitting here looking at a big cornfield in Delaware right now. So, <laughs> Good, 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 good. And we hope that uh, you'll be safe if the, the Hurricane Joaquin comes your way in Delaware. Absolutely. People are getting excited and ready and locking things in. I've cleaned off my back porch, so I'm ready to to, uh, bring it on. Good, good, good. So Wally is a pediatric nurse and was the innovative energy behind the implementation of the Healing Touch program at, and tell me if I pronounce it right, Nemours. How do you say it, Wally? Nemours, Nemours, like s'mores when you go to a campfire. Uh Uh-huh. So it is Nemours, and it is Nemours uh, A.I. DuPont Hospital for Children, and it's in Wilmington, Delaware. All righty. I think maybe I can say that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell me, do you work at that hospital? So I was employed at Nemours A.I. DuPont Hospital for Children um, from 2003 until this past June 5th, when I opted to leave and set out on my own to create and develop my own business um, before I got too old. (laughs) (laughs) 
hey, um, hey, watch that business. <laughs> I know, I know. But there's no such thing as age. We're all ageless is how I look at it. Um, so, yes, I was employed there and had a wonderful career as a pediatric bone marrow oncology nurse who became a certified practitioner in healing touch therapy and then was able to implement a program there at the hospital with the support of administration. That, that is so incredible because a lot of us have stood at the door and knocked of the hospitals to be told that it doesn't work. So, so mm-hmm. you are a real inspiration. Well, thank you. you thank you. Created it. I think one of the things I that was very that has always been very helpful for me when I've been thinking about how to bring something forward into the world or an idea that I have a concept is I think about is it good for humankind? Is it helpful for others? And if so, then why would there be any reason not to have it? And that's how I approached bringing healing touch into the environment of the hospital. And I also was able to have a foundation upon which to build because I had the relationships with the staff and with the physicians, and that was important. So that, so that was an important piece of being able to bring the work in. Right, right. So, and the fact that you worked there, you were employed there, uh, Mm -hmm. made it Mm -hmm. easier to open that door. Correct. So, I was, so a a little bit of background, um, I was in business for 20 years. So, I went to college at Vanderbilt and then uh, majored in business administration and was doing all kinds of things in radio, actually in the radio business. So, um, yeah, so this is, like, very comfortable. Good. Um, what did you do so with the I, radio? Just to Well, I, I sold radio time in, in the West Coast. I lived in California at the time, and so I, was, I worked for a radio station, and I sold radio time, so I was a sales representative of um, airtime, and I wrote copy, and I voiced com- commercials and um, did all kinds of wonderful things in the radio industry. So I love the radio media. And then I began to work in promotions and public relations for radio stations and then for other businesses. So that's where I took that direction. And then I always knew I needed to be a nurse. There was just this feeling within that someday you need to be a nurse, someday you need to be a nurse. And those callings, I think, are very important for us to pay attention to. I agree. Especially when we... We hear them in the heart, you know, mm-hmm. and um, that's what I did. So I, uh, when I turned 40, I became a nurse. I went back to school and got my associate degree in nursing. I lived at that point. We lived in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, so I had left California and moved to Lexington, Kentucky and became a nurse and then um, graduated and spent one year at the University of Kentucky Children's Hospital in Lexington where I was a floor nurse with the med surge department and then moved to Wilmington, Delaware where I 
began to uh, work for Nemours AI DuPont Hospital for Children, and I went into the bone marrow unit and worked there. Um, was there for about a year and then knew I needed to do something else as far as my education and going back to school to be a clinical nurse specialist or a nurse practitioner just didn't make my heart sing. It didn't make me go, yeah, woo, and I came upon energy work, and I'd never experienced it in my life ever. I'd ne- I knew nothing about it, but I saw a book in a bookstore that said, Healing Touch, a guidebook for practitioners by Dorothea Hover Kramer. And I thought, huh, this looks like an interesting thing. I can pick this up and read this. And I did. And then I saw that there was a level one class available and it offered continuing education credits for nurses. And since I was a nurse, the hospital said, well, we'll pay for that. Um, if you go, because it's continuing education, and I took level one, and I was hooked, and that's what happened. That's what happened to me. When I took level one, I was hooked. I knew I was home, doing what I was supposed to be doing. Well, yeah, don't, I mean, that's, it's, it's that feeling, right, Bonnie? Now, had you, had you ever experienced energy work before that? No. Or was it, okay, <laughs> same thing, huh? I was brand new to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, Wally, how do you approach and plan the day of caring for the staff in the hospital? Sure, absolutely. So what I did was as I began to study Healing Touch, and um, that's one of the things that I love about about the therapy, is first of all, it is duly accredited now. And that's been something that the Healing Touch program has worked towards over the past few years is to really make itself professionally recognized in our society, which requires a lot of accreditation. And that's, that can be a really good thing. Um, so they, um, so while I was taking the different levels, I was thinking about, hmm, how do I bring this into the hospital? How do I get this in? And I realized that what was very important was to bring it in and to have support and interest um, from the staff and from my peers. So I planned days of caring in the hospital. And what that meant was I would pick a day and find a space and then say, to fellow Healing Touch volunteers and students and people that I knew, can you help me with this? And then I would put out a flyer to the various departments, my department, my nurse uh, peers and others, and say, we have a day that we're going to offer you tender, loving Healing Touch care. Come in and experience it. If you don't know anything about it, come see what it's about. You know, come for 20 minutes, come for 30 minutes, get on the table or sit in a chair and let us just offer this to you. So even if they were curious, that was a way to invite them in. And we, you know, and it was for self-care. So, of course, the hospital administration was pleased because, number one, we were helping their staff to return to a place of um, centeredness, and to give them an opportunity to relax. 
and that's how we did that. So um, we started with the National Nurses Week, and National Nurses Week is normally um, in May, and there's a week that's chosen by the American Nurses Association and recognized, and so we picked a day during that week um, to promote healing touch and relaxation, and then we, the hospital said, well, this is great, and they put out a flyer for all the staff to come um, and experience it, and that's how it began. Great. That's great. It was very successful, and Bonnie, over we've had it now in the hospital for the last, um, let's see, 2007. Well, since 2007, we have offered that at the hospital. So, what, eight years? And every year it has grown and grown, and this past year we have it over one day, and we call it the Day of Caring. It's from 10 until 5. We have 30-minute sessions built in so the nurses don't feel that they can't come. And the ancillary staff is also invited, such as the aides and the clerks and everyone who's responsible for patient care. And they come in and they have a session with a Healing Touch student or practitioner or apprentice practitioner. And then they are able to say, ah, now I know what this is about. And if they're interested, they can look up classes and take classes. And last year, I believe we had 10 stations set up, so 10 tables, treatment tables set up, and we saw 250 people. Wow. Yes. And so so it, it, it continues to grow every year. That's wonderful. Um, Wally, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back in a minute or so. Okay. Thanks. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Do you know about Reiki? This method of healing can complement Western medicine as well as other alternative practices. Besides healing, it can have the additional effect of making you feel more positive about yourself and the world around you. By tuning into For the Love of Reiki with host Paula Vale, you'll find how Reiki can improve your health, bring balance into your life, and fill you with joy. For the Love of Reiki is broadcast live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, welcome back. This is Dr. Bonnie, and I'm glad you're with us. Today, we have a special guest who's Wally Gertz. Do you use Adam's skirt, Wally? You know what? I use Wally. (laughs) It is like the movie. And the thing I loved about it is it's spelled just like the little Pixar movie, W-A-L-L-E. And it is my name, and it's what I came into this world as, so I go by Wally. (laughs) Okay, so, well, let's welcome back Wally. All righty. So we were talking about care in the pediatric hospital and um, kind of how you get into that. So what's your what additional thoughts do you have, Wally? Well, I oftentimes get questions from those who are energy practitioners, whether it's in the healing touch therapy or others, as to how to get it into a healthcare environment. That seems to be the challenge. And one of the important pieces that I'd like to share with your listening audience is that years ago, this was all new, and people were very hesitant to listen and to even consider an energy therapy coming into a healthcare environment. However, what is very clear now is how many people are actively seeking and actively paying for these services. And there have been studies that have been done. Eisenberg and company did a study back in the early 1990s um, in which they did a random phone poll of individuals, whether they had paid for integrative or at that time they were called alternative therapies. And there was a huge percentage that said, yes, we do this. We don't always tell our physicians, but we do this because we believe in it and we pay for it. And that was in the early 1990s, and here we are in 2015. So I think what we can very easily assume and say is based upon the huge growth and expansion of yoga of mindfulness and stress reduction classes that people are curious about, of healthy nutrition, of the importance of taking good care of ourselves and our not just our bodies but our minds and our spirits, and that Healing Touch, along with other therapies, offers this ability to look at the whole person. So I believe that healthcare now is ripe for this. They are hungry for this. 
and the institutions and the healthcare um, businesses are also in that place. So what I like to do when I talk to administration is I say, you know what, this is a perfect marriage. These therapies have been around for thousands of years. Acupuncture, energy therapies, all aromatherapies, but all of these different offerings have been around for thousands of years. They can be found in every culture. You can find them in Asian, in Egyptian, in African, in Native American. They're all over. But we are a young country. We are very advanced, oftentimes technologically, and in a lot of the things that we do in the world. But we need to also pay attention to the teachings of this ancient wisdom and how we can weave it in with what we already know. And when you weave and integrate what we know with these ancient practices, it's a perfect combination. So that's where I bring it when I talk to administration. And the reason I chose to study Healing Touch was because it was a duly accredited program, which means, number one, it is recognized by the American Nurses Credentialing Center, the ANCC, which is the organization that is the most respected and offers credentialing for programs for nurses to receive continuing education. That was a huge accomplishment. And even if somebody isn't a nurse, it's important that they can speak to that because if they are using and versed in a practice that is recognized by nursing, then that in and of itself places it in a professional and an ethical and a highly respected place. In addition, it is also accredited through the NCCA, which is the National Commission on Certifying Agencies. So it is the only energy therapy that is duly accredited. So that is what I bring in when I talk to healthcare administration about thinking about this program and considering it. In addition, I bring in the fact that there is a code of ethics and that all practitioners are held to this code of ethics, and that is an important piece because there is a national ethics committee. So these are all pieces and components of a professional organization, which the Healing Touch program is all about, and that's how I um, present that, and that's what I did with nursing administration. Now, the key, I think, Bonnie, and I'm, I know I'm talking a lot here, but the key was to find a voice and an ear in the nursing department that was interested and that was curious. And nursing oftentimes will be the driving force behind implementing a program like this. Well, we have a... Um a nurse in one of the hosp- local hospitals who is working on her certification now. So uh, that might be a good way to to get in, get our well, foot absolutely. in the door. Yeah. And so what I did was once I had what you call a nurse champion and I had some, I, you know, I was able to begin in the bone marrow unit because that's where they knew me and the physicians knew me and they trusted me. So I began by starting with that group 
and then I and then it, and then it was it was by you know the best type of of um, what am I trying to say here the best type of of advertisement as we know <laughs> is word of mouth correct you know and so what would happen what happened is once people experienced it they were all talking about it. And the physicians were like, well, my patient really calmed. My patient really loved this. And then the next thing I knew, the GI doctors were saying, well, how do my patients get this? And the neurologists were saying, well, how do my patients get this? And so it, it began to spread. And so because of that, I began to bring in more classes. People took the classes, and then I became a certified instructor because I, um, that wasn't my original plan, but it was the universal plan. And so I knew that I needed to, to learn how to teach uh, the different levels. So now I teach levels one, two, and three and travel around to teach those in various organizations and hospitals that ask. Um, so that's how it began. And um, the staff was curious. They wanted, what I have come to understand and to see is that all of those who are involved in healthcare, they want so much to help others. That's why they get a, got involved in it in the first place. And if you ask the majority, they'll say, I wanted to help others. I became a physician so I could help others. I became a nurse. I became a clerk. I wanted to help others. And what happens is, if you get too caught up and lost in the clinical and the technological part, which is what happened in the 80s and 90s and even the early, you know, 20th century uh, of the, uh, the, you know, um, what happened is people, at the end of the 20th century, I mean to say, people became lost in technology and then they lost the ability to be with and now they want to return to that and that's what Healing Touch and this work offers. And so now I find healthcare workers saying, how do I do this with my patients? How do I return back to this? Good. And that's what this offers. Yes. Yes, 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 it does. So um, you talked about the code of ethics which is very, we teach that in all of our classes. Mm-hmm. So uh, that we know that that's important. And, and I want to switch gears here just a moment and talk about self-care. Oh, yes. So Absolutely. Let's talk about that a minute, the importance of mentoring and living the work. And how do okay. you take care of yourself? Well, energy therapies are actually about vibrations and about being present to another person from a heart-centered place. But if you're looking at the science behind the energy therapies, it is about frequency and vibrations and what we bring to another's energy field. So this is another way that I like to explain it to people because sometimes they are hesitant and they think it's woo-woo or, you, you know, it's some kind of unusual type of um, practice. But it's about the fact that everything has vibrations. Light, sound, colors, 
we have vibrations, our cells move, the earth has vibrations, it has a gravitational field and an energy field, and it's all measurable. So when we use and look at that, it's important that our vibrations as healers and as care providers are clear and feel good. And that's why self-care is imperative when you are doing any kind of work or service for and with another person. Self-care is important because it's that same analogy of putting on that oxygen mask first in the airplane, like they tell you, and then helping the person next to you. If your energy feels tired and feels exhausted and feels scattered or ungrounded, then that's the frequency that you're going to be carrying. And then when you meet with another person or interact with them, very similar to a tuning fork. A tuning fork will have a vibration if you give it a pitch and you bring another one in, it will pick up that pitch. So it's like the energy fields. If your pitch and your vibrations are high and healthy, and your frequencies are good and clear, then the person that you are working with or assisting or attempting to help, their field will come to match yours. So if you are feeling tired and depleted, then their field will pick up that vibration. So self-care is imperative when you are working with another in service. Does that make sense? That makes absolute sense. And how do you take care of yourself, Wally? Well, um, this has been, you know, an ongoing journey. And I will share with your listeners that I would love to be able to say, oh, I am a great meditator. I do this every day. Well, for me, meditation has always been a bit of a loaded word <laughs> because I am a very active person. Um, you know, I, 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 am a, I am a movement chick. I'm a, I've always been, I think, in constant motion since I came out of the womb. Um, and... For a long time, that energy was really, now that I recognize it, was ungrounded. Um, it was scattered, and it was like all over the place, and people would say to me, you have so much energy, but it wasn't grounded. And now I know how to ground myself. So what do I do for myself? Well, I don't do the same thing every day. I, what, I, what I do is I am physically active. So I find that riding my bike is very important to me. It's, it's a freedom piece for me. It's like riding a horse. It feels like a horse for me. I call, I call my bikes my 21st century horses, and they all have names. <laughs> um, they do. So, you know, I might, I might jump on my bike, or I might take a, a walk outside. Um, I might, as a matter of fact, after today, when I finish with your lovely show, I'm going to go back home and I'm going to probably jump in the bathtub with um, salt, with some sea salts and some lavender and just give myself that treat, like an Epsom salt bath. Good. Um, yeah. So, okay. I'll tell you what else I do. I watch, I watch TV sometimes just for, you know, a mental release, a mental treat instead of, I should or I need to, that's the other thing I'd like to share, is I have deleted those words from my vocabulary. 
I used to say to myself, I need to. I need to do this. I should do this. I must do this. I need. And for me, those words were words of desperation because it made me feel um, that if I didn't get these things done, I was failing myself. So instead of using those words, I've replaced it with, it would be nice if, or think about, Wally, how you want to plan this time so you can get this accomplished. And be reasonable. So that's my self-care as well, is I'm gentle with myself. That's critically important. Mm -hmm. So, Wally, let's take another quick break, and when we come back, let's talk about kids and teens and their energy systems. Oh, we like that. That's good. (laughs) Okay, we'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about healing touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, this is Dr. Bonnie, back from break. Uh, so glad you're here with us today. We have a very special guest, and her name is Wally. And now she is going to help us with kids and teens and their energy therapy. So, Wally, help us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Bonnie. Well, as a nurse uh, in the pediatric world and also working in, initially with children who had uh cancer and bone marrow transplants. 
Um, I came to understand through working healing touch and learning healing touch that everybody, of course, is unique and individual. These young little healers were the ones who brought me to an awareness of what was my belief system. How did I believe that there could be a higher power or was there a God that was involved in um, in this situation? If so, what kind of a God would allow these children to experience and have to go through this? Was there any... How did that work? And that's what these young healers, I call them, because that's what they are, these future healers of our world and these young healers taught me. And um, they taught me how to live every day, like how to enjoy today, just for today. All they really cared about was to feel a little bit better that day and what were they going to do for fun. So after I moved from um, oncology bone marrow, I began to see kids of all different diagnoses and ages because I had implemented a Healing Touch program into my hospital and I was paid as the Healing Touch certified practitioner and instructor for the hospital. So I had a full-time position. And in addition, I had trained 150 people in the hospital to do the work. So these were staff members who also could offer Healing Touch at the bedside and we had a full program at the hospital, Nemours A.I. DuPont in Wilmington, Delaware. So children's energy, depending upon what their needs are, is very different because their energy fields are different from ours. As adults, we have larger fields. So we have a larger golden egg that we walk in and we have more developed energy centers and an energy system. Kids aren't the same. So for kids, especially, less is more. Um, so I have seen kids with all types of diagnoses, with trauma headaches, with concussions, with GI issues, Crohn's, with brand new surgeries from appendicitis or appendixes being, you know, taken out or any kind of spinal fusions or limb, you know, loss of limb due to cancer or chemotherapy. So I have a huge, wonderful um, volume of individuals who have given me the opportunity to work with them and teach them. One thing I have found is that kids are amazing healers. They have not been jaded, perhaps, or come to question their abilities because they're young and they have this inner knowing and this wonderful curiosity to explore. So when I come in to see a child and talk to them, they will immediately understand what energy is all about. And they will also know whether or not they want to participate, which I find very refreshing. There'll be no, no thank you, or there'll be, yeah, what's that about? And they'll want to know more. So they're very hungry learners. And I think it's very important, very important that we take care of the future healers of our world because they are going to be the ones to care for us as we continue to age and we will need that and we will need their knowledge and their wisdom and it's important that we impart that. That's a good thought. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I had, I've had some real learnings and teachings from these kiddos. So a, a, a great example, I had a kiddo, a young man who I'd never met, and there was a consult put in by the doctors to go see this young man who had Crohn's disease. So I went in, and he had uh, pain. He was there for extreme pain, and um, that, you know, after that, he, he was on his way home, actually. So he was going to be discharged, but the pain amplified, and he couldn't go home yet until it had subsided. He was very anxious. He was very upset. So I went in to see him. He knew nothing about healing touch, and his mom was there. I explained to him about energy therapy and healing touch. I said, do you want to try it? He said, sure. So I did a technique in Healing Touch that we teach called the pain drain. And the idea is it helps to relieve pain in the energy field. And um, I asked for permission, you know, to touch. I said it can be hands-on or hands-off. Do you have a preference? Because you always ask that. That's an ethical part of our practice. And he said hands-off. Um, and I said, okay. So I hovered my hand around his lower belly. And um, he was 16. I don't know if I mentioned that. So anyway, I um, was doing the technique and, and was waiting and talking to him a little bit. And after about two, three minutes, I said, are you feeling anything or sensing anything? And he said, yeah, it feels like a bubbling vat under my hand. Wow. And the minute he said that, Bonnie, I felt it because I wasn't sure if it was really effective for him. And if not, I was going to try something else. But the minute he said that, I was like, oh, my gosh, you're right. And it dropped his pain level by three points, and he felt totally better, and he was able to leave later on that day. Now, here's the piece, and I always remind the kids this. He did the work, not me. He was the one who was open to the work. So I always tell my clients, my patients, parents, whomever, healing touch is like the person who is receiving the healing touch is like a surgeon. They're the ones who know what they need. So I am their really good OR nurse. And they are looking to me for the instruments or the tools, which are the different techniques that we, t we teach in the healing touch curriculum. And I'm handing them what they need and their body has divine intelligence and knows what to do with it. Absolutely. So, so they're in charge. That's what I tell them. I, you know, and when they say, you, went, you did it, you did it, you, made me, you, you fixed me, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You did the work. I just assisted you. But you did the work. Right. It's empowering. And when you empower these kids and these families and these parents, especially the parents, when you can teach the parents these techniques, and have them work with their kids at home or teach the kids techniques that they can do for themselves, then they're empowered. And that's the biggest piece of healing touch that I love so much. Or they can teach their parents how to, how to do it. That's exactly right. And that's what it's about. And that's what Janet Menken said, the founder of Healing Touch, when she said healing touch can be everywhere and should be everywhere. Right. Every school, every business, every healthcare facility, every home, there's no reason why it shouldn't be. That's that I entirely agree with you Wally. It should be mm -hmm. everywhere. That's that's part of my uh, goal is to have it in every 
home in every part of the world. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's wonderful, wonderful work. So that was a that was a big learning experience for me. And another one is sometimes kids aren't really ready, and so. Um, as with any type of therapy or any type of placebo, drug as well, if someone isn't ready, then it's not going to be well received into their body or into their energy. So there was a young woman I was asked to see who was, I think, 13, and she had major headaches. So they asked me to see her. She came in with her mom and her nurse into the healing touch room that we had at the hospital. And she was really not excited to be there. <laughs> and so I asked her, I said, I said, do you, you know, do you want to do this? And she said, eh. And I said, well, you know, if you're not, if, if you don't want to do this, it probably won't be effective for you. And she goes, no, it's okay. So, you know, I, I got a number for her for her headache because it was, you know, she said it was really high. And I said, okay. So we did, I did the technique. I thought it was appropriate for her at the time. And afterwards I said, so how do you feel? And she said, eh, I feel the same. It didn't change anything. And I said, okay, well, thank you very much. You know, thanks for coming in your time. But I knew it wouldn't because she was not wanting to do the work. She wasn't, she didn't want to really receive it. So... I thought, all right. So a month later, I feel this little tap on my shoulder. I'm in the hospital. I'm on another unit. And I turn around, and there she is, standing there. And I went, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing back here? And she said, oh, you know, my stomach's really bothering me. And I said, I'm so sorry. Would you like healing touch? You know, and she said, nah. And I said, okay. But I found it curious, Bonnie, that she tapped on my shoulder, that she tapped on my arm, that she wanted me to acknowledge her. And a day or two later, I had some consults on that same floor, and I went back to this room to see this uh, person on the list. I walked in, and it was this young girl. And I said, oh, I, I, maybe I'm in the wrong room. I said, I've got, your na- I've got a name here, and, and um, did you want Healing Touch? And she looked at me, and she shook her head yes. Huh, great. And that said to me, ha. Huh. She has turned the corner, and she's curious again, and she wants the work. And did so then it, did it was it, effective? Good, mm-hmm. good. And, and as you say, it isn't always effective, but it's. Um, and we can't be attached to the outcome. That was right. that was a big lesson for me to learn. Right. To it's me. not about us. It's about the individual doing what they need for their healing. That's right. That's right. So yeah. I wonder if there are any questions out there from our from our audience. It's um, we need to go to another quick break, Wally, and we'll be right back. And then let's talk about the mentoring groups. Okay. A healthy dialogue for your lifestyle. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. 
To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuzo to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, welcome back. This is Dr. Bonnie uh, I'm glad you're here today because we have a special guest, and her name is Wally. That's just one one name, and uh, she is going to talk to us about a mentoring group that she has. Miss Wally, are you there? I am. I am, Bonnie. So in the Healing Touch program, one of the pieces among the many that I love about the professionalism is the recognition of the importance of mentoring others, walking the path with them, listening and being present to them. And there is a program that is in place with requirements for one to become a mentor through a qualification process. And I know that, Bonnie, you have uh, completed that process, and it's pretty arduous. Um, yes, and it I is. as well. Yes, it really is. Um, it's, very, it's very professional, and it's very consistent, and there's uh, a lot of information. Um, I think a large part of this is because our program is accredited, and so nationally we have to show that we are following a mentoring program and offering mentoring that is of a standardized method. So um, I myself am also a qualified mentor, and I have 16 mentees that I am currently working with who are moving towards certification in Healing Touch. We call ourselves HOLOS, which I love because it is a word that means to be whole. And we have a monthly meeting, and uh, people are from the east to the west coast that I work with. So the importance of mentoring is something that our society, I feel like, is returning to, that when we look back through all of the cultures 
that have gone before us. Mentoring was a large piece. Telling the story of what was happening in that culture or that society and sharing that story and that wisdom was something that was revered and elders were revered and that's a piece that we as a society have not done a great job of I think in our country but I believe we're returning to that and that's why I love this part of the program so a mentor walks with like I said is present two and four. So with my group, I'm always available. I FaceTime or I am available via email or text or phone. And I'm there to help them determine if and what they're doing with a client is appropriate. If there's an ethical question or if they are concerned about boundaries and professional boundaries. So all kinds of different needs and questions come up. But I think what I love the most is it's like a family. So I look at this group as siblings, and everybody brings their gifts to the world in their own unique way. So all of us are healers. Yep. So that's how I look at it. And so you have, what, 15 or 16 in your mentoring group? I do, I do, and as a matter of fact, they've done a beautiful job. I just had seven who moved through the certification process, so um, they've, they had to submit on August 1st, and they had to complete their certification work for the Healing Touch program um, and made sure that they were ready to do, to do that, and they all made it through. Um, so the Healing Touch program is... You know, everything is noted online, and it's HealingTouchProgram.com if people are curious about the, about the curriculum. Um, but it's just another piece that they have that's professional that I love so much about the whole, the whole way that the uh, program has is, is been coordinated. You know, when uh, Janet set up this program, <clears throat> it must have been channeled because she just hit all of the important parts that needed to yep. be included. I think you're right. I know. Well, I know you're right. I know you're right. And I think the time is now. That's the thing that's very exciting. So people can do this work regardless of whether they're healthcare workers or not. They can do this work and they can bring it into whatever business or profession that they are called to serve and called to. And they can bring it in. And it, and I believe society is ready now. I really do. I think this is a very exciting time to be doing energy work. I th- I agree with you, uh, Wally. Can you tell our listeners if they wanted to reach you, how would they reach you? Absolutely. Thank you for that, Bonnie. So I'm in the process of having my website set up, and that was part of my dream when I left the hospital, was to have my business uh, and my website developed, and I'm in the process of doing that right now. So meanwhile, your listeners can reach me by email, and it's Wally, W-A-L-L-E-H-T, like Healing Touch, at gmail.com. And um, I also was fortunate a year ago to do a radio, was to do a, a web chat, and it's very interesting, and it's about healing touch, 
and it's located on Pediatric Chat, all one word, pediatricchat.com. And that is a Nemours website that anybody can access, and they can see all different types of shows about pediatric issues, but if they scroll down, they'll see the rise of Healing Touch, and that's in there too. Okay, can you spell that for the our listeners? Pediatric, pediatric Sure. Pediatric P like Paul E D like delightful I A T like tomato R I C like cat and then chat C H A T. It's all one word. Pediatric chat dot com. Great. Great. Wally, I would like to thank you most sincerely for being on our program and sharing with our listeners all of you all of your wisdom. So Bonnie, thank you thank so you. much. Oh, thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm so grateful to you and for your work as you use your radio voice and your wisdom and you share this with your listeners. Thank you so much for doing the work. Uh-huh. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Transformational Healing with Dr. Bonnie Morrow is broadcast live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a healthy week. Mm-hmm.